Don't ruin the Disney magic for a second. I'm sorry. Ten toes down, boys. We're in for a good one. <laughs> well said. Hi, my friends, it's Social Q&A Live. That's an epically hard to pronounce name. It is. And then dive into your questions around dating. This matcha is fucking good. Social dynamics, relationships. That's like a shot of a dick. Yo, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here, and welcome to the Social Q&A Live audio strip which comes straight from the YouTube live streams, which you guys can check out every, well, I shouldn't say every, most Fridays over on YouTube at The Bowl. You guys got questions on dating, social dynamics, or relationships, anything in the world of human interaction, I got you covered. Now, if you would like to receive a quick sip of social dynamics each and every Friday, well, I got you covered there as well. Every Friday, I hit that Bowl Sip weekly email newsletter, which just goes out to my hardcores and I include anything in the world of social dynamics that I feel like you guys need to know a little bit more about, a whole bunch of exclusives, insights, things that I'm dealing with in in, in this world, in this world of 10,000 things, cool shit, training, nutrition, uh, music, updates, the resources of wisdom. Y- you don't want to be missing out on this free piece of content. So, bodoja.com, put your email in and you'll receive a confirmation email in your inbox. Hit yes on that. If you haven't received it, just check your spam or your junk folder or promotions in Gmail should be there 3 20 p.m every single friday and of course this episode is brought to you by bulldojo.com where you guys can pick up my ebook the crash course to kick ass day game just get your day game sorted it's a quick action guide to get you out there to act as your reference your guide your mentor it is not meant to be used as an armchair theorizer you are meant to go out there and complete a 30-day challenge in tandem with it and it's just going to help you to progress much further also, by the way, if you do purchase the ebook, make sure you check your inbox within 24 hours afterwards because I pretty much personally message everyone who gets the toolbox with a few extra tips. Next up is the one-on-one Skype coaching. If you want to go a level deeper, this is where we can work on your limiting beliefs, create action plans in your life to get you moving forward, whether it be within dating, physical, mental, purpose, whatever side of the temple you want to angle off of me with, I'm going to be there to help you. Of course, there are the deeper level packages, which is what I refer to as the bowl inside. For my clients that are on the bowl inside, they get access to two things that outsiders don't, which is number one, priority messaging. Within 24 hours, you can message me on WhatsApp and I'm gonna respond to you outside of Australian weekends through my private number. Also, priority session booking. So you're not gonna be worried about having to book your sessions in and have to wait for like two to four weeks. People on the bowl inside get top priority. So with those two extra perks, you gotta be on a package. So all you have to do is hit up boldojo.com. You can see that in the Skype coaching section. There's more details there and we can work out what's gonna suit you best. And taking you to the deepest level of all, the Day Game Foundations Boot Camps. This is for those of you that are looking to take control of your lives, to achieve the freedom of choice in your dating life, to be able to see and attract a beautiful woman anywhere you are and know that you have the confidence to handle that interaction from open qualification investment, close, bring the best of your 50 and just really bust through all the things that have been holding you back sexually or socially speaking. As of recording this, we're currently in February right now. There's a couple good months left in Australia. So if you're around the world, if you're in Australia, hit up me up for inquiries within Australia. Otherwise, you got June, July, August, the uh, other side of the world, summer. We're currently scheduling and planning for that. So if you'd like me to come to your city, whether it be in London, New York, uh, potentially Canada, you know, anywhere around Europe or the US, just send me a message at bulldojo.com in the bootcamp section and we can dive a little bit deeper into that and get more information on it. But please, serious inquiries only. 
And please know that I don't just take absolutely anyone. I will grill you. I will vet you to make sure that you are in the right mental place to undertake what goes on in these boot camps. Now, with all that being said, if you guys would like to support this channel, support this podcast and just keep it going, you can donate anything that you wish through the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I, just my full name. Or you can also donate directly through the website, which is just bodojo.com. And in the podcast section at the top, there's a donate, which just goes straight through the website as if you were to, you know, get an ebook or guest carb coaching. So you can donate directly through there as well. And anything that you guys do donate is extremely appreciated and just goes back to everything that I do here at The Bowl. So thank you very much to all of you. And with all the formalities out of the way, let's dive straight into this podcast. Social Q&A, baby. Let's go. Ski's up in here. Ski's going in here. How's it going, mate? Yep. Good morning, Ski. Uh, so I take it that this live stream is actually working because on my screen, it says an error has occurred. So could you guys please just let me know if the video and audio is crisp? Uh, that would be most appreciated. But welcome to Social Q&A Live episode Sanju Sanban. We got, a, uh, we got an episode 33 right here on how to master foreplay in the bedroom. And this is a follow-on. Really, if you look at the last three weeks of Social Q&As, they've been very advanced sexual content. When you look at how to go down on a woman, that was a full seminar and all the, uh, the tactics there. And, then, and the mindset as well. Actually, it's that mindset we're talking about today, the infinite cloud state. We... But hang on, hang on. And then what was the other one we did last week? Fuck. I forgot what was the last one we did. The, oh, how to deal with uh, sexually inexperienced women. So it's been very sexually advanced content. And I feel like it's been a very good time to do so because, you know, we're in lockdown. And uh, hopefully those, cl- those guys are starting to open up real soon, actually, especially down here in Australia. But I send my deepest to those of you in uh, the UK and the US, Europe. I know you guys are taking the brunt of it. So, so it's a good time to get these more advanced concepts under your belt, or at least just start to conceptualize them. And listen, the more you hear about them, even if you can't execute on them yet, just knowing that it's a possibility to take a woman into a sexual space in which that she forgets who she is and you forget who you are. And that's, what's going to bring about a full body orgasm is going to apply. It's going to apply it later because if you never even heard of that, it's going to take time for that to sink in anyway. So so for today, this is like a three-part, and I really should have began because I didn't, I didn't plan on doing these uh, more advanced sexual-based topics. It just kind of happened. And But today's topic on how to master foreplay in the bedroom, day-to-bedroom, we'll talk about a full journey through that. That's, that's really what we should have began with because the orgasms, the full-body orgasm that we talked about and how to go down on a woman, that doesn't happen without infinite cloud state. And that's what this podcast is about. Now, normally in these social Q&As, if you guys are new to this, never been in one of these sessions, we have a preloaded question. But today's preloaded question, that's what we kick off with. And then you guys can get your questions answered. Dating, relationships, social dynamics, anything in the world of human interaction, just drop it in that chat box right there. And uh, drop a cheeky like on this video as well if you're, uh, if you're going to be keen for this session. And, and then, uh, of course, if you guys want to get your question bumped to the top, you can use the super chat function, which just uh, helps support everything that I'm doing here. And I'm really grateful for that. You guys have been amazing with that lately. Uh, but I will say this, I have a client to work with straight uh, later on. So I will be capping this session at one hour and a half. I am firm on that. We're at 1 at 1130. We are piecing out. So, cause I have to. 
So that that's there. But anyway, that's what happens. But to begin with, we have a preloaded question. But this preloaded question is just the accumulation over the last three weeks, how I kept mentioning infinite cloud state. And when we talk about, so that's where this is coming from. It's like several of you guys have just kept asking me, can you explain how to bring a woman and yourself as well into infinite cloud state? So we're going to rehash what that means, of course. But just let's kick things off here with how to, when it comes to foreplay, successful foreplay, most people get this wrong. They get the huge mistake around this. And they think it's just the physical moments that lead up to sex. But successful foreplay happens hours, hours. The journey of that begins hours before you two even touch each other. Successful foreplay is an energetic dance between your masculine and her feminine energy that really begins the moment intimacy begins and we start to recognize that, uh, actually, I want to go up with this girl. Now, I want you to keep that term in mind, go up with this girl. If you guys are regulars of my channel, you would notice that I say that quite a bit, or oh, going up with her. Uh, we found out through a day two here, I was going up with her. I found out in this initial interaction, I want to go on this day with her, we're going up with her. That term, going up with her, going up with her. That probably never, I mean, you probably just like breezed over that and go, okay, I get it. They just, they enjoy each other's company, but there's actually a much deeper meaning to going up with her and it's going to tie into the infinite cloud state. So just park that there. I'll honey dick that. But anyway, successful foreplay is not just the physicality. Uh, and actually for those of you that thought you were coming to this podcast because you wanted to know about how to physically foreplay with a woman, I've already covered that in the how to go down on a woman and that refers to jelly state but in that podcast i kept saying you have to the orgasm doesn't matter the orgasm won't matter it can't happen will not happen if you do not bring her to a place of infinite cloud state through successful foreplay so yeah let me say that let me park that there and let me address some of you guys in the chat and then we'll get into the real we'll get into the real shit so uh yeah skate up and yeah go on mate a sucker bus with a huge slong says adam your boy is here Schemo says, oh, gee, oh, thank you for that. That means that the video and audio is working. However, on my screen, it doesn't, on my YouTube screen, it's, it's fucked off. It has, it doesn't want to have a bar of it today. So, uh, it's, hopefully it's working. Uh, Succubus says, you got the notification. Yes, it's working. Thanks for that. Uh, Fresh to death says, yo, yo, five viewers, five likes. Yes, fresh. That is fresh. Uh, Zagavis says, Adam, what are your thoughts on the day gamer James Tusk? Okay, we'll give that question to later when we get into Q&A. Johnny Nguyen comes in saying, hey, Adam, who is the guy? Much love from New York City, great tips, and I look forward to having fun using them with my girl post-quarantine. Yes, sir. Wait, so you guys are together then? What do you say, your girl? What do you mean, Johnny? Interesting, interesting. Jay Pryor Buffett here as well say, yo, what's good, Adam? Cold showers got me feeling electric. Appreciate that, Sensei. Yes, Jay. That's so good. Cold showers down here in Australia are getting, uh, I can crispy. They are getting frosty down here. Uh, here we go. So we've got some, uh, I just want to address you guys in the chat before we get into this main content. Now we'll dive in. So let's do this shit. Infinite cloud state. I mentioned in that, how to go down on a woman, that I mentioned that she must be in infinite cloud state for you to have a successful full body orgasm. So this is where we really begin is why do we need to get to infinite cloud state? And why is that so important? It's because what's the point of foreplay? Foreplay 
if you just look at it the way that mainstream society would look at foreplay was to kind of prepare and kind of loop each other up, kind of, you know, metaphorically speaking, literally later, and try and just get each other a little bit loose, you know, try and ease each other into this, what's going to be uh, hopefully an awesome sexual experience. And so then your mind goes to, well, it's just the physical touch. It's what's going to have one, you know, a little bit of playful kissing, a little bit of arm around the arm around the shoulder or the couch while you're watching the movie, et cetera, et cetera. But no, that's very short-sighted. The whole purpose of foreplay, in my opinion, is to, and I want to, I want to take you through a visualization. Imagine that you have just rocked up on this beach. You're on this beach. As far as you can see, it's just desolate. There's no one around but you and this girl. This woman, it's just you and her, and you're staring out into the ocean. Then you look up, and you see the clouds above you, and you know that's where you want to take her. That goal up there, that's the infinite cloud state. But foreplay is the journey of taking her up, which is why I said before, I was going up with her. Now you can start to say, I'm going up with her. The journey of getting, of sexual foreplay and successful sexual foreplay is a process of allowing the woman to remove who she thinks she is and for you allowing to reach that state yourself. It's very important for both of you to get to a place of, I no longer exist. Because if you exist in a sexual moment, which means that there's a self, there's a self just murmuring along in your mind going, constantly analyzing, constantly just, am I doing this right? What does she like this? You know, like that is, and it's just, what does she think about this? Am I satisfying? Am I not satisfied? You know, until I put my hand here, do I, et cetera, et cetera. You have to have a self to perceive all those things. And that just blocks the flow that blocks your sexual flow. So sex, sexual, successful, successful sexual foreplay is just that journey of removing the selves for her and for you. And depending on your hurt locker, we're going to talk about her hurt her, 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 that's hard to say quickly, that we're going to talk about her hurt locker, there we go, because that's going to very much play into how long it takes a woman to go up with you into infinite cloud state. Some nights you won't get there, some nights you won't get there, maybe the first night, and we're going to go through a role play, I want to take you guys through a full, like I said, date to bedroom, I want to go through uh, meeting her, going out on your first date together, and bringing her back, and what to do in the example of a woman who maybe she's been raped before, she's been sexually abused, she's had uh, a lifetime of that, and she just doesn't trust masculine energy. Maybe she's got some daddy issues and she's on the far end of the ice turtle shell in which that she doesn't trust masculine energy anymore. We'll talk about these things for sure because those all those things play into how a woman is going to be able to let go of herself. But first and foremost, wrapping this point up, why do we need to get to infinite cloud state? Because we cannot get a true orgasm without being in infinite cloud state. What is infinite cloud state? I realized I hadn't actually gone through that. We've got to, there's so many things that my mind goes with this. So let me finish that visualization. You're standing on that beach for kilometers wide. There's no one but you and this woman. You look up and you realize that there's just clouds, fluffy clouds. You see the light peeking through and you know that's where you want to get with her. So, and you want to go up with her. So what we're going to do is that we're going to use the process of bringing her back to our place, the process of the date itself, to bring her to a place of, hey, baby, you can forget who you are now because I need to forget who I am. And for us to have a true, a true, beautiful, present, fulfilling, mutually beneficial sexual experience here together, we need to forget who we are. 
because sexual play does not require the idea of self. And if anything, yourself is what weighs you down. And it was not. it is what will not allow you to fly up into those clouds and to reach infinite cloud state. The self is heavy. And so we need a process. That's what foreplay is. That foreplay is that process of being on the beach and taking her up into the infinite cloud state. That's that journey that I was not willing to describe in the last how to go down on a woman. I described that you needed to be in that state, but not how to get to that state. That'll be the tactics of this podcast. How to get there, that journey. Shout out to Miyamoto Musashi. Hold on. This book right here, The Book of Five Rings by Miyamoto. If you have not read this book, you need to get around it. You need to get around it. There's so many uh, universal principles. But the way to get there is something that um, Musashi talks about in this book. The way to get there is most important. So, uh, focus. <laughs> there we go, focus. So, so yes. I wanted to make sure I didn't, I didn't... Yeah, that's just the importance of it. The importance of it. So, let's move to the tactics here. Let's go role play, son. I'll take you from date to bedroom. Because that is foreplay. Again, you need to let go of that idea that foreplay is just the jelly state. Jelly, jelly state is part of foreplay, but it's the end of foreplay, which is what I mentioned in uh, How to Go Down on a Woman. Jelly state, which for those of you that haven't seen that podcast, is just is that moment where you decide that we're going we're gonna to light this shit up. Right? When shit starts to get very sectioned out, very physically, uh, physically amorous, and so it's the process of making sure that every single fiber of her body is turned into jelly. And so that you go down from eyelids to toes, eyelids to toenails, and you just honor every single section, every, uh, every centimeter of her body and allow her to physically enter that space of letting go. This happens, needs to happen before that. And that's actually a good segue. This needs to happen before that. Because the psychology is what unlocks the physiology. It doesn't work the other way around. So let's go date to bedroom here. Then this is where most guys fuck this shit up. And I, where I fucked it up. And, and let me just say this as well. What I'm about to talk about is, more, is the most important thing. What I'm about to talk about is the most important thing I have learned about sexuality between the masculine and feminine energy since I left high school. More than the sucking the apple, clitoral orgasm, uh, rubbing the lamp, vaginal orgasm, G-spot, more than any other social dynamic principle I've ever learned, what I'm about to talk about is more important than all of them. Building sexual trust. That is what the journey from day to bedroom is about. That is the journey of taking a woman from the beach up into the clouds, getting to infinite cloud state. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I keep, I, uh, we keep diving off because I still haven't mentioned what that visualization, maybe I'll park it there. I'll park it there. We'll, we'll get to, when we get to the clouds, AKA when we get through the date and we successfully nail foreplay through the date and we finally in the bedroom, then I'll come back to describe what that infinite cloud state really means. So let's say this, let's say this, COVID situation's over. You guys, uh, I don't know, you met on a Friday afternoon. It was a twilight session in the mall. You saw this absolutely beautiful dime piece strolling on by. You having coffee with your mate. Couldn't say no. Had to go up to her. All right. Yeah, excuse me, miss. You literally took me away from my friend, but I thought you looked beautiful. I had to come say hey. Direct, congruent, authentic. She lights it up. All right. You love it. You guys realize there's a connection here. 
didn't really have time for an instant day. I got to get back to my mate, but another time, let's meet up. We'll get an adventure together. Boom. All right, we seed for the story. Next Wednesday, all right, we meet up on this day too. Magic in the gardens. You guys got that coffee? Went down to the gardens, went down to the forest, went down the beach, wherever you went to. And it's just, uh, it's a real connection. You guys are really feeling each other. And it's, you realize that this is more than just your average your average interaction with a human being. There's there's some fun, some form of connection here. And so we want to go up with this girl. There you go again. There you go again. For all my OGs, you notice that term now. It started to make more sense. Now you realize when the connection's there and the chemistry's there, now I want to start to go up with this girl. So that's really where foreplay begins. That's the beginning of foreplay. The very moment you realize that I would actually like to have to have a sexual discovery and a sexual exploration with this woman. It's that moment of realization. Because if you're truly connected and in tune with the moment and you're not just being misled by a whole bunch of other, uh, for lack of better terms, unskilled and unethical coaches that are just pushing you towards just get just get the sex, just get the sex, just get laid, just get laid. And they're just pushing you in that avenue. And so you're not really perceiving you're not even really, your radio is not set to the station in which that you're looking for the signal of true connection between you and this woman. That, that signal is something that must be searched for. That, that's not a radio station that you hit by accident. You don't rock up on a day two with a girl. For those of you that are uninitiated, day two is just the first date after the initial interaction. You don't rock up on that and, and are looking for, well, do, do does this girl and I, does, do we really connect? Do I even want to have a sexual interaction with this woman? That doesn't compute, that doesn't register, that signal will never be received if you aren't looking for it. Because most guys and a lot of coaches recently uh, have been pushing this idea of that it's just all about just getting, getting the, well, it's not recently, this is something that's been around for a while, but just it kind of hit a boiling point, especially in Europe recently, that... Uh, the get money, get sex mentality. And so that will completely blur that line. So I'll, I'll dive off this now, but it's just something that kind of organically popped up there that when you're on dates, uh, it's a screening mechanism. You, you should not be in such a scarce mentality in which that you feel like you have to transact on every single girl, regardless of whether there's any connection and sexual polarity between you and her to begin with. So that's what we're looking for. And that's when that moment of, hmm, I like to go up with this girl. And for those of you that have legit experience, you know what I'm talking about. That first registered moment of a uptick in the heart. That first moment of when you realize that, hey, I'm, we're going to go deep with this girl and we're going to go high. So when that happens from there, let's take it because it's a day two, the average scenario, the average thing, unless it was just incredible, just ridiculous. You both had the logistics to go back to your place or her place that night. And, uh, and it was just feeling right. And that does happen for sure for more advanced guys. And, and when I say advanced, you just have more experience under your belt. You know how to manage those logistics and you know how to uh, manage her emotional state and you know how to build that trust that we're talking about. Then, yeah, very well, you guys could go back that night. But if not, it might happen on the day three, on the day four, or the day five. If it's happening past the day five, you, you got some issues. Uh, I would, I would want to look into that. But let's say anytime over the next few dates, you realize that, all right, we're going back. You find yourself back in your apartment, her place. Foreplay, next stage here. Building sexual trust. Like I said before, this is the most important thing I've learned. Bar anything. 
take your sweet damn time. The journey from the beach up into the clouds is not a rush. It is not a sprint. It is not jetpacks on boys, we're going up. It's not like that at all. It is, let's take our sweet damn time. Because the sexual trust that we're building here, the primary keystone foundation behind it and underneath it is that the woman needs to know that you don't need this. But if a man ever conveys to a woman that I need sex, that I need that validation from her, that I need that transaction, then the trust will never be built. And some girls are just too nice. Some girls are too nice and that's how girls get burnt. They get burnt because they, they just, even though they feel like they're being rushed and the guy's not handling this very well, maybe it's one of their first two or three experiences and they haven't got the experience and they don't have maybe the confidence to say to a guy, yo, back it up. Maybe they're a little bit scared as well that if they tell a guy, yo, back it up, that he might get aggressive with it. You know, there's, uh, there's, there's some truth to that for sure. I know some girls have been in that situation. In any case, whatever it may be, if you can't show her that, hey, we're just here to let go of ourselves. I don't need this right now. I know you don't need it right now. So let's just enjoy the moment together. If you can't convey that to a woman, just, even if you do get into the sexual space physically, you're never going to have a true orgasm. That's why Infinite Cloud, and I'll give you through you guys a little perspective here. Infinite Cloud, not because you need Infinite Cloud state to be able to have sex. No, you can have a sexual experience with, without any form of this Infinite Cloud that I'm talking about in which that you two have fully let go of who you think you are. And that now you're just two energetic beings just in a dance together. You don't need you don't need that to have sex by no means. Don't get don't think don't think uh, I got that twisted. Don't get that twisted. But if you want to have a true full body orgasm, and if you want to take a woman to a place in which that she's never been before, for most people, never been before, then it's an absolute prerequisite. So that's why we need to take our straight time. Let's take our sweet time when you enter that door. And for whatever you guys came back with, when whether you said to her, uh, maybe the thing is that you find out she really loves Disney. I'm just going to talk about some tactics here. She really loves Disney movies. You love Disney movies. Uh, she really likes Anchorman. You guys were going to watch something together. Uh, you're going to watch some Looney Tunes. I got that. I got that right now. I got that. Uh, <laughs> I don't think she's watching this, but I've got a uh, some old VHS tapes that I'm currently getting uh, transcribed into digital files. Uh, to watch with a girl when this uh, COVID thing's over. We'll be talking about it. I fucking love Looney Tunes. But there's a point to this why I'm going on this. What have you guys said you're going to do? Maybe you said you're going to come back and cook. Uh, maybe you guys just said back, hey, you're just going to go back and chill. Maybe you're a musician. You're going to play something for her. Whatever it was that you guys were going to come back with. Now, that's all well and good. But when you get in that front door, first thing, successful foreplay. Okay, just relax. Why are you walking so fast? Why are you rushing? Why are you, why are you trying to speak so quickly? Why are you trying to do so much? Don't try and do too much. When you, the moment you step in that door, this is so key. You need to physically show yourself, especially if you're very new to this. And, and actually, even if you're not new to this, even if you're a very seasoned vet in terms of uh, social dynamics and uh, sexual interplay with a feminine being, if it's a girl that means something to you and that you feel like we want to go up together, then there's always going to be that, that rush, that rush of adrenaline, that rush of nerves. And that's what a, that's what a high quality woman will do for you. 
right? She'll she'll make you uh, question your your moral fiber. She'll make you question your eternal fiber for sure. So for me, to ensure that I get this uh, successful foreplay and our journey from the beach up into the clouds, aka letting go of ourselves off on the right foot, is hey, take the jetpacks off, son. Get rid of them jetpacks. Jetpacks. Just put on a couple of wings and just take your sweet time. Take the scenic route. That's what it is, is that when you're flying up into these clouds, it's like you want to visualize this. I'm going to take the scenic route. What does that look like in real terms? Well, if I said we're going to watch The Lion King, hey, how about let's actually watch The Lion King instead of rushing straight into the bedroom, a la all the mistakes I made uh, in my first ever pool experience back from Cold Approach, which led to me not being able to uh, get an erection. Talked about this many times. Erectile Dysfunction Podcast. Check it out. It's, I think it's one of the most recent uh, sexual performance anxiety, something like that, social Q&A. It's only a few back. You guys can check that out. Uh, but that's the other thing. That's the other thing. If you're not going to take your sweet time and if you're not going to honor the process of building sexual trust, unless you are just somewhat of a sociopath and an absolute narcissist or you have no ability to feel what another human being is feeling, you have no empathy, you have none of that at all, you probably won't have any issues in the bedroom. But... If you are the normal human being that does have empathy, that can feel what other people are feeling, then you are likely going to have issues getting an erection, maintaining an erection, being able to be in tune with what a woman's feeling, press the right buttons at the right time, you know what I'm saying? You know, be able to suck the apple correctly, uh, to do all the techniques that I talk about in how to go down on a woman. To be able to do all that correctly, if you're going to rush, yeah, it's, it's not a good... You know, it's not looking good. It's not looking good at all. So let's take our sweet time. I want to talk about this this Disney thing for a second, but let me just uh, let me just uh, get some water up in here and say some hard with you in the chat. Johnny Nguyen says, "Definitely satisfy my intellectual curiosity and drop a pot on what you think post corona dating will be like." Ah, ah, don't touch uh, Johnny knows a little bit of Nihon. Going steady, yes. Uh, we've been sexually active for like a year and she's definitely lightning to my earth. Johnny, Johnny, you're dropping a lot of principles here. I like this. I like this. When we get to Q&A, we'll be get, I'll be diving in on that for sure. So uh, if, you, yeah, if you guys enjoying this content, just drop a thumbs up down below. Drop me some comments down in the chat. So this Disney, this Disney. I've, for, those, for my absolute OGs, you've known this for a long, long time. Now, my go-to is always watching Disney movies of girls. If I had a, my wallet in... Should I? Yeah. One second. Check them out there. Yeah. I do this for clients on bootcamp. This is funny when we're uh, in debrief. But what do you guys think of my wallet? I'm not going to show you my license. But uh, what, do you, what do you think of the coin purse of my wallet? It's a USB. It's a SanDisk 8GB USB. Cruiser blade. Not that that's important. But why do you think there's a USB in my wallet? I'm going to drop that. Those of you in the live chat right now, why is there a USB in my wallet? I want you to answer that in the chat box. I'm going to park it there and give you guys time to answer that. Why Disney movies as well? This is a two-part question here. Why is it that Adam's go-to is, is Disney movies? If not Disney movies, Looney Tunes, cartoons, or even Anchorman, or you know, extreme, you know, Anchorman, extreme comedy, but mostly Disney movies. Why? Why? For those of you in this live chat right now, 
Shop it in the, why? What's your best, what's your best guess at why the go-to for beginning sexual foreplay is something like a Disney movie, like Lion King, like Beauty and the Beast, like Tarzan, like uh, Aladdin, Little Mermaid, and not the blood, not the new remakes. I'm talking about the originals. Why Looney Tunes? Why why Anchorman if it's going to be a movie? If it's going to be comedy. Why would you talk about that? Johnny Nguyen comes in saying, "Always be prepared." Absolutely, always be prepared for sure. That's why the USB, because you never know where you're going back. So he nailed that. Johnny's uh, switched on him. Absolutely, you never know where you're going. <clears throat> you don't know if you're going to her friend's place, her place. Ship ship pop, ship pops up. You don't know. You don't know. Maybe your 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 equipment technology has a a great way of failing when you need it to work. So that's why the preparation for sure. Always have a USB in your wallet uh, with your favorite movies on it. With specific movies, but again, why the Disney movies? Why not? Why not a horror movie? Because isn't that what mainstream says about foreplay? Shouldn't we be watching a horror movie with a girl? Because then that'll make her scared, and then that'll make her uh, drop in, <coughs> want to curl up to you. Eh, eh. I give you an eh on that. Not a fan. We'll talk about it in a second. But. All right, a lot of you guys that are watching are not willing, either you guys don't know the answer or be not willing to drop it in. But, but actually, Johnny No comes in saying something everybody has seen so it doesn't distract from what you're actually there for each other. That's why uh, horror is distracting too. So Johnny's making good points. He's going good points that when he says that it's something that everybody else has seen and it doesn't distract from the moment and what's actually very important. That's really key. That's really key. That's actually another principle that I've talked about quite a bit, Johnny. So that's very good. It's actually not the exact reason though. It's very, that's a big part of it though. Like you're not, it's not that you're wrong, but you're also not correct to the main, uh, the primary reason for these Disney's. But it's very true. It's very true that uh, putting on things that are easy to consume, not challenging things for sure. Horror movies can come later. When you guys are a few sexual experiences in, horror movies can come for sure because then you guys have already cemented a strong sexual connection together. However, there is a more there is a more important reason for why it's Disney movies, why it's children's movies, why it's Looney Tunes, and why it's not The Joker, and why it's not uh, any other movie that Three Hundred. It's not it's not Gladiator. It's nothing like that. It's gonna be. It's going to be Little Mermaid. It's going to be Lion King. The reason for this is because if you think about that visualization I took you before, we're on the beach and we're flying up and we're going up to infinite cloud state. We're going through a process of letting go of ourselves. When was a time in our lives that we really didn't know ourselves and have a concept of ourselves? When was a time in which that the concept of Adam and this girl, Jenna, was really... It was almost nothing. Well, when we were when we were young, when we were children, and what did we watch when we were children? Disney movies. Why is it that for kids and for guys that were born, guys and girls that were born in the nineties, specific nineties and going back anywhere between nineteen fifty to nineteen ninety, why that's classic golden era original Disney? Why is it that you can show us uh, images, memes of? Lion King, Little Mermaid. Why is it that these remakes are so popular decades later? Because they were deeply embedded in our subconscious back when we were in formative periods of developing our concept of self. They were inextricably tied in with 
who I think I am. Five years old, Adam, and I'm spending all my time watching these Disney movies. It's so linked in to a time in which that I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't have, my layers of complexity were so few. So when we get into a date with a girl, I don't want to increase the layers of complexity. When you watch a horror movie with a girl, when you watch a an absolute shit show of like a, of a uh, two letters from Iwo Jima or you're watching uh, what's the, uh, Saving Private Ryan, you're watching anything that's super jarring and super complex, that's just getting in the way and that's weighing you down on your flight up to infinite cloud state. So you don't want to do things that are heavy, that imply complexity, that produce complexity, because what are we trying to do here? When we're... It's foreplay. This foreplay is a primarily about us letting go of who we are. So why would I add more of who we are? That's what you do when you when you ask her or when she's when you want to watch something that's super super jarring, scary, complex. You know, if you want Inception, no, no, I'm not be I'm not trying to watch Inception with a girl on a first day or a second day back, and we're going up together for the first time. Think about that. I'm not trying to watch Inception. I'm trying to watch Aladdin. When we watch Disney movies, specifically for those that were in the 90s and under, 90s and under, you you just you can let go of yourself. You really let go of yourself. When I was watching, when I was getting this Looney Tunes prepared, I'm getting this Looney Tunes gold. I had to drop it over this place. And I was telling this girl that, hey, uh, we're gonna do a Looney Tunes day as soon as this COVID's over. And she's like getting so excited. She was getting so excited about, yeah, I get you that fucking, I get you the fucking message. How about this? And we were just, I was telling her, you know, it was like, a, it was like last Sunday. I was like, how's your Sunday? And she's like, yeah, it's good. What, what are you up to? And I'm like, well, I just got done, watching, I just got done hyping up to some Looney Tunes. So pretty fucking good, actually. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> hold up, let me get this. Am I even in the right profile here? Yes, I am. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, was, I was like, hey, how's your Sunday? She's like, hey, good, thank you. How's yours? And I was just hopping up with a Looney Tunes sesh. So pretty fucking good. And she goes, oh, what? With all the super long, what? That actually sounds amazing with a uh, crying, laughing face. I haven't watched Looney Tunes in forever. I'm jealous. And um, we just started uh, vibing on how all the, all the things, all the bullshit you had to do with VHS tapes. But so look at that right there. Haven't watched that in forever. And the emotional response that triggers from a girl and it triggers from me, right? Triggers from me. And so that's what I want to be doing when we're looking at this foreplay is that I want to do, and I want to just now get off the tangent, or not the tangent, the, the, the deep micro of Looney Tunes, Disney movies. The principle is, my friends, light, light. The lighter you are, the easier it is to fly up. So even if it's not going to be something, even if it's not going to be watching something, I've talked about this before, you don't have to necessarily go and watch Disney movies and Looney Tunes movies if that's not your thing. If that's not your thing, don't do it. Find your thing. That's light and easy. Find your thing that you're going to do. With girl. If your thing is uh, R&B music, well, don't, don't choose uh, fucking the police or don't, don't, don't choose every breath you take to be on that playlist. Don't choose tracks that are super complex and that bring about feelings of uh, extreme emotional sadness, right? If you look at my uh, Sexy Time playlist, the, the Panda Emperor playlist, which you guys can follow on, on Spotify, 
there's a very specific order to that playlist. It starts off very light because it's taken in mind from the moment that I bring a girl back. And the tracks get deeper and deeper because there's a, there's a natural progression there. But the tracks at the beginning are very light. Very, very light. So if you're going to listen uh, to music with a girl, and I highly recommend, highly recommend when you're going and you're, going, you're taking her up here into Infinite Cloud State. Why? Because music, look at festivals. Look at what festivals do for people. Look at what nightclubs are. What, what would a nightclub be if there wasn't music? music allows us to disconnect from our concept of self. These Disney movies, concept, disconnected from ourselves. This disconnection from ourselves, you find anything you can do this. If it's a warm summer's night, <clears throat> I'll often do this. If it's a warm summer's night, I just get a rug out, chuck it out on the backyard, on the grass, and we're just going to look up at the stars. And we're just going to look up at the moon, and we're just going to lie there. Right, and yeah, we get some green tea, get that green tea going, that green tea and honey. You get whatever you want. If it's cold, like it's down here in Australia now, we get in for winter. I'm just gonna go down to the lounge room, put on that Himalayan rock salt lamp, then we get a little bit of music going. If I don't really want to watch anything, like if the vibes like maybe it's a little bit of a later date, and maybe we've got didn't get back to our place until nine or ten, I don't really want to be watching anything. So hey, we're just gonna get that rug out, get that low, that low light. Again, low light. Why low light? Why not fluorescent headlights? Why not fluorescent uh, above headlights? Because it's complex. It makes you think. We want things that take away thought. So that's why red lights, candles, Himalayan rocks, all this stuff build in to a great environmental setting for where now the... Yeah, this energy now. This energy now. So we've really just kind of gone through... <clears throat> the, how to get yourself prepared. It's a preparation. And I really appreciate Johnny's answers there into, into when he said that you don't want to distract from what you're actually there for. And he's on point with that. It's actually, that's definitely true that we want to keep the focus on it's between you and I. And most importantly, that you and I are going to let go of you and I. And when you can get that, then true sexuality and true sexual connection can start to blossom between you two because you and I are not needed. And I want to throw you guys something right here, which is going to segue us into a beautiful, into now the actual energetic connection as that starts to happen. But a little preparation for you guys right here. I'm going to read you out this. It's not even a quote. It's like a full-blown, this is a full-blown excerpt. This is a, this is a paragraph. But I want you guys to just really... Just take a moment and breathe through this because this is going to segue us into that sexual connection. <clears throat> Steady myself for this. I love you without knowing how or when or where from. I love you simply without problems or pride. I love you in this way because I do not know any other way of loving but this in which there is no I or you, so intimate that your head upon my chest is my hand, so intimate that when I fall asleep, your eyes close. That's by Pablo Neruda. Pablo Neruda. Ah, it's beautiful, isn't it? That right there is a, is a very nice, a very nice depiction, summarization of 
now where sexual trust is really going to start to play in is that uh that don't don't restrict your mind to the word love as being this long-term commitment based love you know you can obviously interpret it his excerpt that way but the way that we're going to interpret it for our purposes here is that when we're down on that rug with that girl and maybe the looney tunes or the movie's just finished and now foreplay is now we're kind of in the midsection now we're really you know we got our wings going we got ourselves off the ground everything we did when we came in from the date as we walked in through the door that's been us just getting our wings spread and just getting ourselves getting our feet off the ground together beginning the process of letting go of ourselves but now well we're actually up in the air now and now we're getting i want to get ourselves up into them clouds and we're we're approaching we're approaching that destination that we want to be at and now it's that quote right there when i love you without knowing how when or why or and I love you, bec- and without I love you without I or you, that one right there, ah, it's so good. But you want to take that term love, and you want to now interpret that as connection, the dance between your and I energy here and now. And we're gonna we're gonna go through a process in which that we melt these two things together. And when you can melt those two things together, that's when the orgasm comes. That's when a sexual experience between you and her physically can light you two up in a way in which that you never experienced before because you haven't experienced it before. That's such a key point. That's such a key point. When a true sexual experience is something for the first time. It's something for the first time because there is no you to perceive of that. You've had many, you've had many sexual experiences before in which that you weren't, you weren't in this state, you weren't in infinite cloud state. And so therefore you remember them quite well. But it's actually the experiences where you had no concept of self anymore. They're the ones that are, they're like distant dreams. It's like searching for a dream. You can't really remember what it felt like, what it was like to be in that moment because you weren't there to perceive it. And that's what meditation is. And that's why we cultivate the meditation because we want to reach that state as much as we can. So bringing it back down now, you're, you're down there on that rug. Like I said before, the most important thing that I've learned about sexuality uh, since high school is now, or it began when we walked in the door, but now it's really starting to ramp up. And it's this now that sexual trust, because now it's, it's not just she's aware that, oh, he's taking me a little bit deeper because he's doing things that most guys won't be doing. You know, most guys are trying to rush her straight into the bedroom, but this guy's been a bit different. He's really just shown me this complete indifference to needing sex, and he's been willing to just be normal, take his sweet time, just play his way through this night, take us through this night in which that it feels so real and so organic and so natural. So that right there is already going to tell a woman that this is a little bit different and it's a little bit special. But now we need to keep, as always, as our principles, always leading. Always leading. And that is honoring her sexual trust. Because if a girl is now willing to come down on the rug of you or you're down on the bed with her and she's willing for you to put your arm around her, you put her head on your chest and you rest it right there, heartbeat, heartbeat. That first sign of that little deepening or that little rise up into the sky, that's really important. That's an important key moment that in, the, in, in post, or as you're a beginner, you look for. As you're a beginner, you look for that moment in which that, oh, a little sense of letting go here, a little bit more sense of letting go. You know, it was, it was enough letting go for her just come in the door, but now it's like, hmm, no, this is a little bit different. 
your heart rate starts to increase. You always feel that. And so when that moment starts to happen, from this point onwards, I want you to take your absolute sweet time if it takes all night now to go through infinite cloud state. And this is where I said before, I didn't actually describe what infinite cloud state is because I wanted to wait until we actually get there. And this is where we get there now. So the infinite cloud state itself, what does that really mean? We've gone from the beach, we've flown up. That process of us removing ourselves, whether it be via the music or the movies, whatever it was, the cooking, under the stars, whatever it was of you two. But you've done a real good job now of, oh, we're starting to really just let go of ourselves here. We're starting to get very loose, starting to get very high on each other. And now in in this visualization, we're peeking through the clouds now. Our heads have come up above the cloud line. And what do we see? Infinite clouds. Infinite rolling clouds, as far as you can see. And it's just lit up by the most visually stunning oranges, deep pinks, deep purples, deep reds. And that's all you can see. And But now all of a sudden, there's no weight. There's no weight. The weight of yourself was left back down on the beach. And now you are just light as a feather. You are so light. And that really, this... If you were visualizing two beings or two bodies flying up with wings on their back, now all of a sudden, it's just two energies. And it's just two energies that are just free to roam this infinite, these infinite rolling clouds. And that, that's all you're seeing. That's all you're feeling and that's all you're seeing. That's this moment right here. So we've let go of ourselves. We're not weighed down, down by that anymore. That's that visualization now. Now with this visualization... How long it takes for her to get there and to really be there. I talked about the Hurt Locker before. That's this process now in real terms. This is now when we get to see, can this girl actually let go? Can this girl actually become, become that or reach that energetic state, that psychological state of infinite cloud? Just rolling through the infinite clouds together. No more you or I. And we're loving in that moment. How long is it going to take for her to get there? I need to read the girl in front of me. Sex, sick, successful sexual foreplay. This is so key. So clear. So key. Just want to read that girl in front of you. You're down there on the rug. All right. You've already, and what was the, if, in case you didn't, were an absolute newbie and you kind of, I, bra- I definitely breezed over it, so I'll rehash it here for a second. What's that first move tactically, physically? Is just asking her, inviting her to rest her head on your chest. That is the beginning physically of you guys peeking your heads in the visualization up above the clouds. Because that's really the first moment that you're asking a girl to physically deepen this letting go, physically rise up into this letting go. You may have had your arm around her shoulder. You may have been holding her hand beforehand. You guys may even have a little peck together, may have kissed together, right? But this is something very different. This is very different. When, when you lie in there and it's just low-lit red lamps, and you're lying down on the rug together, and maybe you two had just been opposite each other, movie just finished, whatever, but now that you're actually, it's a caress now. It's, it's a bringing in and asking her to do something that she's going to have to let go, and she's going to have to trust, and there's that word. She's going to have to trust, and now we start to build that sexual trust. Now, in the day three podcast, I, in, in the past two podcasts of this sexually advanced content, I've been talking about this quite some bit, about the day three podcast because I described the process I'm about to describe quite in depth with a legitimate story 
from that. However, because I've described that story already in that podcast, just go back and listen to that podcast to get the story. And you can go into the timestamps of that podcast in these uh, YouTube, on the YouTube version of these podcasts, I timestamp all the key points. Sometimes it takes me a couple of days to get it out, but they will be there. And I've already checked it myself. I already checked it for this. So I'm not going to go into that story. I'm going to keep running this visualization. But if you want to hear about a girl that, uh, and I'll, I'll throw you guys some examples, real examples for sure, but it takes time. It takes time. Listen, from that moment that you begin, that you begin this melting her down, melting her down, getting this and getting into this energetic state and really starting to get into the real rolling of this infinite cloud state, you need to feel her breath. You need to feel her heart rate. And I don't mean this metaphorically. You need to go back to that story and uh, of that time with that girl. I'll, I'll just shortcut it here by lying on the couch with this girl. And she was trying to get me to physically uh, take it up with her. She was trying to put my hand down her pants. She was trying to uh, turn around and make out with me and get physically amorous with me. But because I could feel that when we just laid down together, that first move, that first time of just, we were sitting next to each other on the couch, bring her down next to me and get her to spoon with me in that spooning position. I've got that bear hug wrapped in and I feel her heart. Because if you're truly tapped into the moment, you're truly connected, you will be able to feel her heart rate. If you are body to body of her, you'll be able to feel it. You will feel the rise and fall of her chest. And I don't want, as I said in that How to Go Down on a Woman uh, podcast, you don't want to go straight to the hole. You don't want to go to sex. You don't want to go into really escalating this situation until you feel that she has psychologically and physiologically let go of herself. Now, if her heart rate is through the roof, if her breathing rate is through the roof, has she let go of herself? Most likely not. There's only one nuance to that, and that's if you guys are absolutely pounding each other physically, like you guys are going pumps per minute, and you're already in the depths of, uh, of actual intercourse, then yes, of course, your breathing and heart rate has got to be through the roof. But not because that you are in your mind thinking about all of X, Y, and Z. No, in that moment, your breathing rate, your heart rate is elevated because you have let go of yourselves and you guys are having true animalistic sex. That's a different thing. You've got to look at where this heart rate's coming from. Look at where this breathing rate's coming from. Is it because she's rushing? Is it because she's been raped before and she's not quite sure about this? Is it because she's been sexually abused, sexually mistrusted many times before by many other masculine beings? Is it because of these things? Is it because that she has daddy issues? And that as a result of her relationship with her father, she doesn't trust masculine energy anymore. And so now that she's been asked to trust this masculine energy, this is a bit of an issue. And so now that heart rate is going boom, 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 boom. And that breath rate is... And whatever it may be, we don't need to logically dive into that then and there, although many guys would like to. That's the typical male-minded thing to do, right? To try and logically try and wade your way through these murky waters. But no, all you need to do is just breathe. You need to lead physiologically. You need to show her what it means to enter infinite cloud state. I said before that infinite cloud state is not just for her, it's for you as well. But you should always be leading. If you're the masculine energy, you should always be leading. Now, leading is not just taking your hand and walking through the door. It's not just saying, hey, you got five minutes. Let's go on this, let's go on this instant day. Let's go for this coffee. It's not just 
taking her down and, hey, instigating that first, hey, girl, put your head on my chest. Right? It's not just leading her through that. It's leading yourself into infinite cloud state. Because if you can't let go of yourself, how could she? I've never once been through a sexual experience with a woman in which that she let go of herself before me. That's a super key point. That is a very key point. It can happen simultaneously. It can happen as a as this mutual uh, this mutual symbiotic experience in which that it's such harmony that you couldn't really tell who let go first. But for sure, it was never her letting go first before me. Strongest frame wins. If you are up in your mind, if you are concerned of yourself weighed down by the concept of self, she for sure is going to be as well. She is going to be as well. Right? And it's, again, strongest frame wins. Strongest frame wins. If, if your darkest cloud, if your, if your heaviest chains that are on your back are heavier than hers, well, then she's going to take upon that. And so it flips in both ways. If you're, it goes back to the positive as well. It goes the same way that if your wings are spread wider than hers, if your ability to be able to let go of yourself is stronger than hers, then given enough time, she will get there. Maybe not in that night. And that's what a lot of guys have a problem with because they don't have the patience. They don't have the patience to truly take a woman up into infinite cloud psychological state in which that she has fully been able to let go of herself because for, what, oh, for 100,000 reasons, infinite reasons, whether it's because they, they have that complex about themselves in which that, well, if they didn't get sex and this isn't success, or if I can't go back to my friends and say that we didn't do the PPM, well, then fuck it, this is not worth it. Or because my coach was telling me that, that this is what, must what happened and you must get the sex, you must get the lay. You know, whatever influence has made them and whatever experiences in life has brought them to the point in which that they don't have the patience to, from 9 p.m. until 4 a.m., be there on the rug with this girl and just breathe with her and just feel her heart rate. Dance around her neck. Dance around her neck. If you don't have the patience to be able to do that, well then forget about forget about orgasm. Forget about full body orgasm. Forget about building sexual trust in which that a woman wants to see you again. In which that a woman wants to come back. In which that a woman's actually saying to you, texting you. I, I mentioned this in the... Uh, Oh, which podcast was it? It was an advanced, advanced, it was on, oh, I can't remember, it was like four or five ago, in which that we're doing, it was the first advanced concepts podcast we had done in quite some time. I can't remember what it was, but it's a few back and it's about, oh, uh, how to, the, the secret to amazing dates. Yes. And I talked about this. I talked about if a girl is not messaging you back the night after or the day after, you fucked up. You fucked up and you didn't give her the linger effect and you didn't give her that you didn't give her that desire to come back to you. This is a key part of it. It's a key part of it. I've spoken with many of my girlfriends about this sexually, but also platonic girlfriends as well, which is that whether the key factor on why they messaged a guy back and why they wanted to see a guy back again was not whether he was able to sexually please me in the bedroom that night. It was whether he was able to give me the time to come to that place. Was he able to lead me into the place in our terms right now, not that the girls are saying this, but as what we've been describing here, did he have the acuity, the social ability to be able to lead me up into the clouds? You don't have to get to infinite cloud state to have sex. You don't have to, you, you can have sex with a girl and she's not going to message you back. 
You guys, you guys don't get this. You guys don't get this. I think you're so confused. Like, but we had sex. Why didn't she message me back? Well, did you rush it? Did you instill that place of trust within her in which that she feels like she could let go? If you don't have those key core pillars there, it's very unlikely a girl's going to want to come back and come back as a place of choice. Not because, well, whether she's just psychologically a little bit messed up, but for a girl that has choice, a girl that has options, a girl that is a high-quality girl, a woman that's a high-quality woman. she got abundant options. She's got many suitors. She's got many guys that are of high-quality nature. If you're not doing this, then, yeah, good luck. And good luck. So let me bring you back here. Spending that whole night just breathing with her. Many a time. Many a time of being there with that girl. And it's been me first. And this is the point we're going on. It's that it's me first that I have to go first. I have to show her that it's okay to let go of who you are. I've been doing my best. We've been doing our best by doing things like the Disney, the Looney Tunes, uh, and Command or whatever the funny shit is and letting go of ourselves in that way by just being willing to be patient and just take our sweet time with it and allow ourselves because, you know, you think about it, it goes both ways. All those things I just talked about, yes, it's for her, but it's for you. It's for you as a guy. If you can't let go of yourself, why would you expect her to? How could you expect her to? It's a dance. Sexual play is a dance. It is a mutually uh, agreed upon symbiotic dance. If one partner is not in step, the other one's not going to be either. You know, if you guys have ever uh, done grappling and you start uh, swimming for overs or swimming for unders, you know, you start just, right? If you're just pummeling for that or pummeling for uh, neckties, if one partner's off, just slightly off, it fucks up. It doesn't, it doesn't work. You get, you get jarred. It doesn't make sense. So, and in jujitsu coming in there. So, Bringing it back down now here. This is like this is real. If the, like it's all it all is. It all plays in the most important shit I've learned. But this one tactic, learn to give her the space and time to lower her breathing and heart rate. If you can do this, if you guys are some young fellas right here, or even if you're some more experienced guys, but you've just never got to true full body orgasm, because that's what we're working towards here. We're not going to discuss the tactics of that because we've already got a podcast on that on how to go down on a woman. But this mental state that must be achieved in order to get to full body orgasm. You ever want to get there? This one thing, this one thing. Learn to give her the space to bring her breathing and heart rate down. That's the tactic of it. What does it mean in macro? Oh, she's letting go of herself. The slower her heart rate becomes, the slower her breathing rate becomes, the more she is letting go of herself. And the same for you. The same for you. So lead yourself through that. Take yourself through that. If if you guys get down on the rug together, you got her head on your chest, and maybe she started to make out of you a little bit. Maybe she takes your hand, like in that example in the day three podcast. Starts to put your hand down her pants. Starts to go down your pants. Starts to want to take your clothes off. But you're not ready. You haven't had time to let go of you. You haven't, in the visualization, peaked up above the clouds yet. You're not in infinite cloud state. Back it up. Back it up. When I was on the couch with that girl, that one I was talking about before, I was okay. I was okay in that moment, but I knew that she wasn't. So what I say to her is that, hey, just relax. Just breathe. Not yet. Just breathe. 
I always give you guys, I like to give you guys some key phrases. Just breathe. It's okay. Just breathe. You whisper that in a girl's ear when you feel like she's rushing and she's trying to rush towards uh, sexuality because you don't want her to. Virgins and inexperienced don't get this. You don't, you don't want her rushing to you or her towards sex. That's going to produce a half-baked orgasm, if any. It's going it's to produce a uh, lackluster, a insufficient and unfulfilling sexual experience. But some girls will rush it. Some girls will rush it. I had a, one of my mates was talking to me about this the other day, about a girl who was saying, uh, they, they had met before COVID, so they were still seeing each other during this time. But uh, they try to be uh, try to be careful about the whole COVID situation, but they're still seeing each other. And she's rushing big time. Like when they were getting into the bed together, he was discussing with us. We were talking about this. He's like, when the moment we get into the bed together, she's immediately trying to jack me off. And even though I'm not ready for it, and I know that she's not, she's like super like, and the way that she, she, he knows she's not ready for it is because she's asking him tons of questions. She's like, what about this? What about that? And she's like super, just like, like frazzled, like frazzled about the situation. And he's asking me, what do I do with this girl, Adam? I'm like, this is what you do. You guys get into that bed space. That's good. Developing the trust, building the sexual trust. This is all about the foreplay. Fantastic. But the moment she starts to rush, just, hey, it's okay. Let's breathe. That's all you have to say to her. It's okay. Just breathe. You say to a woman, it's okay. Just breathe. That'll let her know. Oh, fuck. Fuck, I was so in my mind. I was so trying to live up to his expectations, live up to uh, whatever society has told me about what it means to please a man, etc. And for you guys what's listening to this now, if you're going back in reverse on doing that for a woman, for yourself, so important. Give yourself the time, lower your heart rate, lower your breathing rate, do that for her as well. And do not engage jelly state. Do not go to jelly state, which is the physiology step two in uh, of step or the four steps of go into full body orgasm step two is jelly state in which that we're going to allow her body to physiologically let go that should not do not engage that until you get to infinite cloud state psychologically that might take five hours that might take all night that might not happen that night that might happen in 30 minutes that might every girl is going to be different based on her hurt locker based on her conditioning based on her pain, everything that's going on inside of her, based on her nerves, just based on how much she likes you, a girl that fucking loves you, a girl that uh, is just blown away by you, she's going to need half an hour. She's going to need 60 minutes at least. To reach infinite cloud state, barring she doesn't have any other baggage, her locker, uh, hurt in her locker. She got no other hurt in her locker and it's purely that she's just jacked heart rate, jacked breathing rate, concerned of herself because like, oh, I'm... Going up with this guy that I really like, you know, that can be it. That can be it, that, for sure. It's not necessarily because the girl's always twisted. I just that often has happened because she's been twisted by life. But sometimes it's just because the connection is so fucking real between you two that you're both a little up in yourselves. You're both a little too concerned of yourselves. So give yourselves some time to let go of yourselves. And I guess this is where we're at. That's that's what infinite cloud state is. Now, how I guess we'll wrap it up here because uh, I've only got about twenty-seven minutes. I want to get to some Q and A here. How will you know that you've actually reached infinite cloud state? You will know you've reached infinite cloud state the next morning. For those of you in this live stream right now, what what do I mean by that? 
What do I mean by that? The way that you know you've reached infinite cloud state is that you'll know the, because you, you only know the next morning. What does that mean? Someone, someone in the chat, answer that question. How is it that you can only know infinite cloud state in post and not in the moment? I'm waiting. I want you to think about this. I'm just looking at the chat right here. Uh, so you's coming in. Uh, what up, buddy? Someone in Turkey. Uh, maybe we meet and hang out, pick up some girls. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, fresh uh, to death says, get her loose and playful. So you says, hi, by the way. Johnny says, ah, I got you. You have a last airbender. Is my go-to for nostalgia. Yes, Johnny. Yes. Last airbender, for sure. If a girl has seen uh, Avatar, last airbender, then Absolutely. Then absolutely, that's a, that's a go-to. Yeah, if if a girl connects with that, absolutely. So a lot of girls of uh, younger girls have grown up with anime as well. If a girl if a girl's been uh, is into One Piece or Naruto, chuck it on for sure. Okay, we're getting some answers here. So my question that I asked was, my my question was, guys, how is because this is the final thing we'll say on Infinite Cloud State? How do you know you have reached Infinite Cloud State? And are now free to go into jelly state and then to the physiological tactics of bringing about orgasm. How do you know that the only way you knew you reached infinite cloud state was the next morning? We've got some answers in here. Got some answers coming up in here. Johnny says... Oh, no, sorry. Peter Mato. Peter Matovo says, Cargo is wrong with Space Jam. Yes, Peter. Yes. Yes, I got to get that. I got to get that. That's a great suggestion. I have not seen Space Jam in a while. There's a girl I'm going to be seeing soon as well that I'm that she's going to love that. That's a great suggestion. Thank you, Peter. Anyways, getting back to what I was talking about here. Uh, Johnny says, lol, sounds like something Jordan would say. Lol, uh, Simon Varance says, says reflection. So Simon came with the first question. He goes, well, you're being very literal there, Simon. Yes, of course, in reflection. But why is what I'm asking, Simon? I'm asking why is it only in reflection, only in post, can you know that you truly reached infinite cloud state? Why so? You've definitely described it. You described like when it's happening, but why? Uh, Ski comes in with a $2.99 super chat saying this is straight fire. Thank you so much, Ski. It's Arigatai. Always grateful. I really appreciate that, Ski. Uh, Gonzalez RDZ says, you know by the, in quotes, taste she leaves in your mouth, end quotes. You know by the taste she leaves in your mouth. I don't, I'm not entirely sure what you mean by that, Gonzalo. So maybe just offer me a little bit more. That's a little too cryptic. I'm looking for a straight answer. Uh, Johnny Nguyen comes in saying, self-awareness is how you know. Self-awareness is how you know. Hmm. What about self-awareness though, Johnny? You guys are dancing around the fire here. You're not going straight to it though. Uh, Sal, Sal dropped in a $1.99 super chat saying, hey mate, question. He's got a very different question, so I'll answer that. That's a question, not what we're talking about right now, but I will for sure get that when we get to Q&A. Uh, Ski comes in. Thank you, though, Sal. I really appreciate that. We'll address that soon. Ski comes in saying, you're too in the moment to realize and think, in quotes, oh, I'm in infinite cloud. We have a winner. Yes, sir. <laughs> Ski comes in with the correct answer here. So the reason why you nailed it, you didn't have to put a question mark at the end of that, Ski. You nailed it. Ski, just to repeat what he said. You're too in the moment to realize and think, oh, I'm in infinite cloud. Absolutely. 
Because, my friends, what is infinite cloud state? Think about that visualization. Infinite clouds. Deep purples, deep reds, deep pinks. No longer a being, no longer a self. Just an energy. Just an energy. Just two energies. Come back to this quote. I love you without knowing how or when or where from. I love you simply without problems or pride. I love you in this way because I do not know any other way of loving but this, in which there is no I or you. That last little bit. The way that you know you reached infinite cloud state is by when you reflect in the next morning, as Johnny said, uh, sorry, as Simon said, reflect in the next morning. And as Johnny said, self-awareness for sure. But that only happens in the next morning. Why only in the next morning? Because there was no you to perceive infinite cloud state. There was no you, there was no self to conceptually conceive of that, oh, her and I, her and I are letting go of ourselves. No, the very definition of you letting go of yourselves means that there is no you and I to perceive that you are letting go of yourselves. True presence. True presence requires no self. True sexual connection, energetic connection in the infinite cloud state where you've let go of yourselves back down on earth and you're just above those clouds and you're just two energies now, a masculine and a feminine energy melting together, rolling together through these clouds. If for any second you were to intercept that moment, that you were to interject that moment and go, holy shit, I'm in infinite cloud state, right? You lose it. You fucking lose it. That's why it's only in the post. That's why it's only in reflection. How about this, my friends? For those of you that have been meditating regularly, when you enter the space, when you enter the void, the deep void, when you hit that place in meditation, even if it was only for a flash of a moment, but the true void in which that there was no more concept of self, you only knew there was no concept of self and it's not very accurate either it's not like you can really pin it down about when it happened you for sure cannot tell for how long it happened but you knew because you had you were left with a lingering moment in that deep meditative space when you were in that void and when you came out of the void you only knew you were in the void when you came out of the void the very definition of being in the void means that there is no more you there was no you to perceive that's true presence That's true connection. That's that moment that in a podcast I recently did with Tam, which will be coming out on the new channel and the new podcast, we talked about this. We talked about that deep, that deep void, that deep space, exactly the same thing in a sexual connection with a girl, is that when you reach infinite cloud state together, there's no more you or her to perceive that moment. And you only know that you really nailed it the next morning when when you have time to, and like I said before, that lingering dream. It'll be like searching for a lost dream. When you have really done everything you needed to, from date to bedroom, of sexual foreplay, moving each other through this space, through the hours of building sexual trust, of watching the Looney Tunes, watching that Space Jam, watching that uh, that Disney, and you guys have been on the rug, head down to the chest, you lowered your heart rate, you lowered your breathing rate, you two came in sync together, you built and built and built this space, and then... Jelly state, physiological, let's dive into the physical together, let's honor every single fiber of her being, of her physical body, and melt it down so that her body lets go, and then let's go to orgasm, then intercourse begins. It's just like that that roll, that roll through the clouds. If you did it correctly, 
not for a moment would have you been in that moment going, I'm doing it correctly. It would happen. It, it happens when the next morning you wake up and you go, fuck, what was, what was that? What happened? What actually happened? And then you have lingering memories. It's like someone, it's like someone knocked you out and you weren't even really there. That's what we're looking for. I don't want you to have a self in that moment. The self is very useful in other ways, not in this way. It gets in the way. We want to do away with that. So uh, big ups, big ups to Ski because he fucking nailed that. Great job. And, uh, and this is what I want. I want you guys to be uh, active. I want you to be active in these Q&As. We're going to ask keep you going here. So my friends, that wraps up. Uh, that wraps up this content part section that, that the accumulation of the questions you guys have been asking me about infinite cloud and just summarizing that the reason why we need to get her and yourself to infinite cloud is because true orgasm can never happen without that. If you'd like to know more about the tactics of bringing about <clears throat> the physical orgasm, go back to how to go down on a woman two podcasts ago. That's a full seminar on that. So if you guys enjoying this content, hit that thumbs up down below, please support this channel. Most appreciated. Now, as I said before, we're going to go into Q&A here. I've got, mm, I've got 17 minutes. <clears throat> I, will be, I have to finish at 11.30. Be working with a client straight after this. And I get prepared for that. So we've got a couple super chats up in here. And the super chats always get bumped to the top in terms of the questions and the lines of questions. But if you guys have got any further questions, you can drop them down below. And if it's really important, uh, the super chats just support the channel. So I really appreciate that. Uh, Ski dropped the first super chat of $2.99. Just saying this is straight fire. Very grateful. Ski, if you have a question because you were the first super chat, just drop it down below. Uh, otherwise, I'll move to the next one, uh, which is from Sal. So, but don't worry, I'll come back to it. So, Sal dropped the super chat of $1.99. Saying, hey, Matt. Uh, hi. <laughs> hey, mate. Question. Here we go here. Yeah. Oh, I got to zoom in on this screen. This is tiny. Here we go. What type of advice? Mm, here we go. What type of advice would you give a female who's having trouble finding a husband to settle down and get married with? Let's just say a female friend or even a sister asked you such a question. Thanks. You asked this question last week, Sal. So I appreciate you coming back. So it must be quite important to you. Okay. So I'll have time now to dive into this uh, for real. I want to know why she's having trouble. Is very broad, Sal. If you can drop context, why is she having trouble? What do you mean by she's having trouble? Is she doing a lot of online dating, getting into a lot of dates with guys, and just finding that she's not finding the right guy for her? Is she finding that... What, where is the block is what I'm saying. At what stage in her interaction with men is... Is her ability to see this? Is what I'm saying it's too it's too broad. It's too general for me to give you a really contextual answer because based on what you tell me, let's let's just run a few common examples. Why, from a few common examples that I know for why a woman will be having trouble finding a husband to settle down and get married with, is that her relationship with herself is not in harmony. It's quite funny that. There's a website called eHarmony. That sounds like what I just said. I said in harmony, not eHarmony. That's a common uh, online dating site. That worked a little too well. Not sponsored. <laughs> but so her relationship with herself, barring any 
contextual uh, anything Sal tells me, it's always got to come back to relationship with herself. But it's plethora. There are many angles here that if she was one of my clients that I'd be diving into. I'd be saying first and foremost, I'll be looking at her motives. I'll be looking at why. Why do you need a husband? Why do you need to settle down and why do you need a husband? From there, that will spring forth many, many deeply conditioned uh, hardwired beliefs and we'll look at which ones need to be eradicated, which paper walls will need to be destroyed first. Is it because she needs to settle down because she got family pressure? Family putting the pressure on? Uh, pressure from the social group. Is it pressure? Where's the pressure coming from? We can end that right there, that line of thinking. Where's the pressure coming from? If that's not it, if it's not that there's uh, some external pressure for her to find a husband and to settle down, then why is she placing an internal pressure on herself to do that? What is it about her way of life? What is it about how she perceives herself? Her own value. Her concept of value. Her value structure as to who she thinks she is. Why is it that having a husband is so linked, so so attached to her self-worth? That's the next line I'll go down. If it's not external, then it's internal. And it's going to be one of the two. But for her, it's a line of questioning. When you tell me, when you ask me, what type of advice would you give a female who's having trouble finding a husband to settle down and get married with? Relationship with yourself. We need to know ourselves. Is there an internal or an external pressure for as to why the husband is so important? Why is it, why is it, I can take you another angle. Why is it so important that she has the government and a religion be involved in her deeply intimate relationships? Why is that important? And these are just questions. It's the line of questioning that is important here, Sal. Right? Uh, it's going to be, it's going to, it's, I can't think of too many others in terms of, you could give me any scenario. It's always going to come back to one of those three. It's going to come back to an external pressure, an internal pressure. Uh, and actually the, one, the third one was really just a manifestation of external pressures anyway. The government and religion, having them involved in your relationships, that's an external pressure. So it's going to be one of the two. And then from that point on, that's analysis cell. What I'm talking about right there is analysis. But we can't do anything until we understand why. It's like for my male clients who uh, have extreme limiting beliefs around meeting attractive women, the first thing is not, well, let's go out and meet women. The first thing is, where does this stem from? Where does this come from? Why have you erected these paper walls? Let's analyze these first and then tear them down. But if you don't even know what the paper walls are, how do you know what to tear down and then rebuild? We need a, She needs to go deep within herself, night on her own, journal, Evernote or written and paper, and to go through what I've just looked at as to why is the husband so important? Why is finding a husband and having to settle down so important? I know so many tremendous women that will likely never get married. Likely never, because it's, it's a pressure they don't put on themselves. It's a pressure that either they don't want or from an internal place, or they're adamantly against the external pressure being placed upon them. You know, you can pull from both ends. It can be just that internally, it's just not for me, but also other people around me are trying to tell me this is what I'm supposed to do, and I don't like that. So you, know, you, could push from, you can push and pull from both ends right there. But I wouldn't, but that's just, if she was my client, Sal, that's what I'll be looking into. That's what I'll be talking about. And when that comes about, and the way that she comes about to that analysis is that she needs to turn off the social media. She needs to turn off 
uh, the friends and the family. She needs to spend hours on her own asking these questions and then coming to grips with it, coming to understanding, knowing herself, just as we all should. Okay? That's the advice I'd have. And then from that point on, uh, then it's going to be the rectification, as in what actions that, because it, wait, let's say if she, if she had external, oh, hold up, post these here. Chotamante. One second, guys. That postie is so nice. She is so nice. Anyways, uh, what was I saying there? Oh, yeah. So the rectification, the game plan to move forward is just going to be based on, and a lot of the times, the awareness of your own misgivings and the awareness of your own misbeliefs is of, is most of the work. The actual, the actual just true honesty in that realizing where your faults lie, where your faults lay within your own mental workings that's often enough. It's not that hard for you guys to relate. It's not that hard to go out there and to physically move your body and get in front of an attractive woman. It's actually really simple. It's actually actually physically very easy to do. What's difficult is for you to acknowledge why you've spent the last 5-10 years in your bedroom. That's what's difficult. And that's what requires time and effort. The actual game plan, once you... I always say this. The, the tactics, the game plan of moving beyond your limiting beliefs and moving beyond your psychological issues, that comes as a natural byproduct of illumination, truth, clarity of where you're fucking up in here, in that dome, in that dome piece. So thank you very much, Sal. I appreciate that. And uh, hopefully if you can get her to watch this and uh, get her to send me an email after she's done that internal work and I'll be happy to uh, see where she's at with that. Yeah? Thank you very much. I really appreciate your super chat. So my friends, we've got nine minutes here, so you can get as many questions. We're going to get as many questions as we can in, but it looks like Ski's actually just dropped. Ski was the first super chat, and I said, drop me a, uh, drop me a super chat, uh, drop me a super chat, drop me a question if you have one, and here he comes. So let's go. Kakatakoi, bring it on. Ski comes in saying, hold on. Ski comes in saying, <clears throat> how will we know when it's morally right to be going out meeting people again amongst the coronavirus? So there's two answers to this question, Ski. Because you said morally. You didn't just say right. You said you, 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 there's, there's a different angle there, actually. So actually, Ski, if you're still up in this chat, what is it morally within you that you might have difficulty with. What is it? What is it within you? Like, because there's two angles here. There's the government, and then there's you. Because there's two decisions. There's going to be obviously a time in which that the government lifts the restrictions of the 1.5 meter social distance. <clears throat> there's going to be. There's going to be that. So, when the government gives you the green light, and uh, in South, we're, we're pretty damn close down here in Australia, actually. They're already the national cabinet is meeting uh, today to discuss the three month three stages of Australia getting back to normal and reducing these restrictions. And it's going to happen month by month over the next three months. So the government's going to give us our our green light as to okay, bars and clubs can open, uh, cafes, restaurants can open again, et cetera, et cetera. And then it's going to be uh, and then so obviously you're legally going to be able to go back out and start meeting people. 
But you took about morally, that makes it something different. Is there something within you you're a little bit scared about? Is there something within you that, or, you know, should you give it a little bit more time just to make sure that shit's good? You know? Hmm. Or maybe you're thinking about it because you're thinking about how aggressive the idea of cold approach is in a state in post coronavirus. Ah, he says, take away the morally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So let me say this. So we'll keep it simple then, Ski, which is that when the government gives a green light, for sure. But listen, 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 listen. There's, there's a, it depends on your individual scenario. Every state's a little bit different. Uh, there's, I'm in the same situation as you. There's a girl I really want to see at the moment, but I'm still backing up. In fact, I have not seen any of my mates. I've not, <coughs> I've not seen any of my friends. Hold up. I have not physically seen another human being like within my physical contact other than my family for, for the last, since COVID began. Tomorrow night, I will be going to my mate's place for a soak, I'll be going to Roy's place for a soak and a barbecue. All right, tomorrow I'll be going to Roy's place for a soak and a barbecue. Now, that's not with 50 other people or 20 other people. That's me, my brother, and Roy. Okay, we're gonna tub it up, but but I haven't been doing that for the last since ever like, well, not since COVID began. I haven't, there's gonna be my first contact outside the house essentially, something that's gonna be something social, but that's based on Adelaide, South Australia, and how we had like 14 days in a row of no new cases of uh, COVID. So that's based on our scenario. I think we're, we're both pretty savvy. Like <clears throat> we're pretty confident that we haven't got COVID. So we're going to be okay with that. But there's a girl at the moment that, uh, like I said, there's a reason why I've got uh, my fucking Looney Tunes is down at the movie transfer place getting transcribed into digital files because I don't have VHS, but I've got these legit golden era classic uh, Looney Tunes that I want to watch of her. And I read you that message earlier. <laughs> and I've already <coughs> stuck in the throat. I've already teed up the day with her. I've already, I've already said to her, I've already set her up and uh, I'm keeping that, that fire just lightly stoked so that we can connect for her to give you an example. When am I thinking about seeing her? Hmm. I will think about, I will, I will pull the trigger and I'll get that day going with her when the government says restaurants and cafes are open. Because the first day with her is going to be coffee. It's going to be coffee and tea, right? And then we're going to come back for Looney Tunes. So when I get that green light from the government, that's when I'm, I'm going to say oh, it's, going to, it's going to be okay to start seeing girls again. <clears throat> but until then, I'm, I'm not seeing any girls. I'm just seeing my close, <clears throat> close friends that I know that... Close friends that I know that aren't, you know, just freewheeling about, you know what I'm saying? So uh, hopefully that answers your question. But I think you were, I think, I think Ski was just based on the way you phrased that question. It was more because for the, my listeners here, like I, I know Ski, Ski was going out hardcore before COVID and it's been a really difficult time for him uh, to not be taking action because action is addictive. Listen, we've got three minutes here, so I'm just going to ride this out. Action is addictive. When you become a man of action and a person of action, it's addictive as shit. And you just feel you feel like there's a hole a hole within your being when you aren't able to uh, reach the levels of action that you were once taking. And listen, that's how life is. Sometimes, like I know this big time on injuries. I've been riddled with injuries my entire life, and it's just it's a great lesson for you. It's a great lesson for you to have to 
curtail your action taking in a certain area and realize that there are other ways you could be flexible, got to be adaptable, and that this too shall pass, that concept, this too shall pass. So Ski, just chill for now and wait for the government to open back up. And when the government says uh, restaurants and cafes are open, then I think it's okay to start going. And uh, I think that'll be it. But for, for us in Australia, that's going to be really soon. We're like under three months away, but I think it's going to be coming within the next couple of months. People will probably be back to work over the next month for sure. So <clears throat> I'll let you guys know. I'll let you, how about this? I'll let you know when I start going out and meeting girls again, I'll let you, I'll let you know. But uh, obviously my state's going to be different to yours. New South Wales is different to South Australia. So, and to Victoria, of course. So all right, that answers that up. I've got two minutes here. I'll just go back up, and if there's any rapid-fire questions, I'll piece it out, but I've got to uh, wrap this up in two minutes. So Johnny just came down saying, I don't even know I don't even know about that, Adam. Chinese restaurants have dividers and seat six feet apart now. Where are you from, Johnny? Did you say you're from the UK or you're from the US? Yeah, your situation – guys, uh, apply it to your situation. I know the US, and I said at the beginning of this podcast that – the US and the UK have been absolutely uh, just pollocked. Pollux. Oh, yeah, yeah, Joe's from New York City. Yeah, New York City, you guys were an absolute uh, epicenter of the coronavirus. You guys got uh, obliterated. Australia has done a m- much, much better job of containing and dealing with coronavirus than most of them. And it's not just that we've, like, our government has responded in a top class way, but it's also we have less people. But also, we've been seeing how your government's been handling it. Not, not that well. <laughs> not that well. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, just base it on your government. Listen to what your government says. When your government says social distancing uh, is over, then obviously it'll be a good time to go back out and meet people. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to go back up here and just answer some rapid fire questions from the top because I often miss the ones at the top. Uh, here, we, here we go. Here we go. I know there was a question at the top that I didn't want to miss. Or maybe there wasn't. But I always go back and check because sometimes I forget. I remember I fucked over Mason one week because of that. <laughs> Sorry, Mason. No, <laughs> uh, I said that was all right. It was just a guy asking about Turkey. All right, so Fresh to the Death says, Fresh to Death says, same time every week. Uh, yes, at this stage, Fresh. Uh, 10 a.m. Australian Central Standard Time, A-S-A-C-S-T. Australian Central Standard Time, Adelaide, South Australia time. It's 10 a.m. on Fridays, and it's going to be like that for the foreseeable future. And just stay up to date with me. If you guys aren't signed up to my weekly email newsletter, The Bowl Sip, just go to bowldojo.com, and you can sign sign up for that. That's free. And I always, uh, every Friday, I put out a free Social Dynamics article and also update you guys. If I ever make a change to the times or make a change to things, and big changes are coming. Then just hit up boldridge.com, sign up to their weekly email newsletter, it's free. And uh, yeah, guided meditation is coming along well. Eternal energy. I dropped a, uh, I dropped a uh, sneak peek of what that album's looking like on Instagram. And uh, be, there's some extra key bits about that in the email newsletter. Oh, speaking of which, this week's article is the path to strong, uh, the path to overcoming your weakness and becoming a strong person, becoming a strong being, uh, becoming a strong man. That's going to be the article this week. So, my friends, I do need to peace out right now. We've gone one minute over time, uh, but I will say right here, I really appreciate your engagement. I appreciate the super chats. I appreciate, uh, especially, I want to give a special mention to Johnny for being so engaged in this session and just responding to my questions in real time. You know, it, 
it adds so much more depth. So I really encourage that. If you guys want to connect with me outside of YouTube, Instagram, at Tang one double Tang one We just made the thousandth post yesterday, and that was key. So I love your feedback on that. It's a raw session on Instagram TV. So thank you, my friends. I will catch you guys real soon. We'll be back. Uh, as, yeah, see you, in the, see you in the email later this afternoon. All right? As always, wishing you guys the best in your journeys. Much peace and much joy. Thank you very much, my friends, for diving into this episode of Social Q&A Live. I'd love to have you in the live sessions, actually. So if you can make it, generally speaking, most Fridays at 10 a.m. Australian Central Daylight Time, which is just Adelaide, South Australia. For the foreseeable future, you can join in on these live sessions and get your questions answered live. The best place to connect with me outside of these podcasts and outside of YouTube is on Instagram, at uitang1, spelt O-O-I-T-A-N-G-1. Slide me any DMs there, personal context. You can also shoot me an email at boldoja.com, which is, of course, what this podcast is brought to you by. If you guys would like to pick up my ebook, Crash Course Kick-Ass Day Game, book one-on-one Skype coaching, or go for that deeper level, Day Game Foundations Bootcamp, all available to you by boldoja.com and finally if you would like to send a little something back and just support this channel support this podcast and everything that i'm doing here you can do so by donating through the paypal link which is paypal.me forward slash a-d-a-m-o-o-i or also directly through boldojo.com in the boldojo podcast section there's a donate link right at the top there anything that you guys do send it goes straight back to this channel and everything i'm doing so i really appreciate it thank you very much and this, my friends, is where I shall leave you. Until next time. On Dragon Ball. No, not on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Wishing you the best of your lives. Much peace and much joy.